Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Get Wrecked, the only podcast anywhere in the world where two buds take turns recommending and reviewing some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. I'm of course your host and resident silly boy Thor, joined today as always by my friend and co-host. I tried to make him go to rehab, but he said no, no, no. It's Micah. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of... Amy Winehouse <laughs> not joining us for this episode. <laughs> oh, all right. I miss her. I miss that music. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Yeah. Admittedly, I only heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the acoustic version of Rehab yeah. is incredible. It's a performance. There's one guy, she has a guy playing guitar for her, and the guitar work he does is incredible. And her voice just singing to an acoustic guitar is just she had a great voice it's she had a fantastic voice it's insane how talented she was this uh we're talking about the noisettes today and that there are certain songs that really give me a lot of amy winehouse vibes certainly in the same vein you know i could definitely see that that's not something that registered to me when i was recommending it to you but yeah absolutely i get that you know there's a really dark joke there with amy winehouse yeah let's do it i mean (laughs) She really should have gone back to rehab. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> That's, just, like, I mean, why didn't you go, Amy? Yeah, you should have done you it. You should have gone, gone, gone. Yeah, it, <laughs> it wasn't worth should the have single. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it wasn't worth the single, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But yeah, we're going to get into some Amy Winehouse-ish music, I guess. Um, jumping into the noisettes. Yeah, right on. Oh, how you been, Micah? Oh man, I'm so tired. I'm just tired. Yeah, work's a killer. Yeah, I don't know something about the kids this year. They're just—I don't know, I think there's more cocaine in their food or something. Yeah, it's they're all on TikTok and fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous combination. Yeah, it's a real dangerous combination. Yeah, I've had to be meaner this year than I that I normally like being, I'm a pretty laid back person and I'm usually that, that teaching style is reflected, but I just can't be with these freshmen. Um, and I mean, they're just, it's not that they're bad kids. They're not bad kids. They're just freshmen and there's 28 of them all together. So, you know, they get rowdy real quickly. Yeah. So you got to lay the hammer. You got to, you got to show them like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I am the hand of God. Essentially. While you're in this class, I am your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is, it is something like that. We did do a project. So something that I do with my students, we work with a lot of Adobe stuff. And whenever Adobe crashes, it just kind of gives you that spin. The whole screen goes gray. And my students are like, oh no, because they've been working on things for hours upon hours at a time. And they don't want to lose their content of what they've been working on. Sure. Understandable, right? But once it's in that crash state, it's beyond my capabilities and it's beyond their capabilities. It's beyond everybody's capabilities except the Adobe gods. So I raise both of my hands up and cross both my my fingers. And I'm like, we just got to pray to the Adobe gods. (laughs) When we restart the computer, you don't lose your work and that they were kind enough to back up your work. Well, can't they save as they go? They can, yeah, but do they? Mm, 
I mean, do I tell them to save as they go? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Do they? No. So I always say, pray to the Adobe gods. This year I made a project. They wanted to get into some concept art and do that type of stuff. So I said, okay, we're going to make some Adobe gods. So I assigned programs to the students, and then they had to create deities as if... Uh, <laughs> based on Adobe? Based on Adobe, yeah. So we made we made uh, gods for Photoshop, for InDesign, and for Illustrator. Those are the three main programs that I teach. And it turned out pretty, pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was a good project. So now I've decided we're going to do that every four years. Like as as the cycle of students go through, we're gonna make new Adobe gods. Make new idols for yep. them to pray to. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're gonna and we're gonna print these out in big posters so that I can say pray to the Adobe gods and I'll just point to them on the wall. <laughs> put a little put a little uh tray there for them to make offerings to. Oh, that's a good good idea. Yeah. yeah. Just start a religion, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just start a cult. Yeah. They're young people. They're Minds are just waiting to be yep. formed by a strong, like, know, uh, wise uh, person. Just yeah. start a cult. You know? And we can get them to, like, we can exploit them in some way. Maybe we'll have them sew, uh, like, ma- like needlepoint <laughs> pillowcases or something. I don't know. I'm just saying, just take this opportunity sure. and run with it. Yeah, yeah, you don't let that opportunity go to waste, I guess. I'll have to think about it, Thor. I'll have to think about the way that we could uh, we could totally manipulate the young minds of my students. <laughs> yeah, into cheap, free, like into free manual labor. Uh, yeah, I'll think about it. Whew, we've gone wildly off topic. Let's talk about the noisettes. <laughs> yeah, let's get into some noisettes. Hey, folks, make sure to stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us at Get Wrecked Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear us review on the show, you can contact us directly via email. Or, I don't know, maybe you just want to send us some feet pics. You creep. I don't know what you're into. I don't care. We'll review those too. What do you think of that, huh? In any case, all your requests, feedback, and general criticism of the straight white patriarchy can be sent to getrectpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. All right, Thor. So today we're going to be talking about the Noisettes. Um, this is a band from England. They technically fall under the indie rock pop category. Um, they're a band that showed up around 2003, and to this day, as far as I know, they're still together. I was looking into the history behind these guys, and a lot of times when you give me music, you pick these bands with some significance. And I'm recognizing as I'm looking into these guys that they're just a band. They They don't have, like... The first pop indie song from UK that hit charts and they don't have any like giant achievements. Not that they're a bad band, but they they don't fall under a I don't know. They're not a pioneer in anything. So they're just a band. There's really not much info about them. Yeah, I looked up the Wikipedia today and it is a rather short entry. It really is. Yeah. It's uh, compared to like I gave you Bowie where it's like. 
sure. It's yeah. fucking like 20 pages. It's a novel. Like, yeah. like for every different era, there's like a whole, like 10 paragraphs for every era of Bowie. And there's like fucking 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they definitely don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. So the band, just to bring everybody up to speed, is a band from England. Um, currently, there are only two members in the band. And I'm going to really butcher the lead singer's name. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to uh, put all my money on Shingai Shoniwa. Shingai Shanawa. That's what I'm going with. Oh, Shinaiwa. man. Shingai Shanawa. S-H-I-N-G-A-I. I believe that that's Shingai. That's her first name. Last name is S-H-O-N-I-W-A. I believe that's... Shanawa, Shaniwa. We do a lot of prep here at Get Wrecked, folks. Um, the other member of the band is called Dan Smith. That one I got. I got all day. That's a nice. Uh, that's a nice Christian name. So I don't have any trouble pronouncing that one. But and then there's another person named Jamie Morrison, who was in the band. Uh, I believe that they were in the band on the album that I recommended to you. Not to be confused with James Morrison. So. With that being said, they are kind of like a pop. Uh, I threw swing into the mix a little bit, like an indie rock pop swing type of band. Yeah, they kind of have like an old like doo-wop sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we are going to be discussing primarily their second album called Wild Young Hearts. They had an album prior to that uh, that was called What's the Time, Mr. Wolf? And there's a third album called Contact that I want to talk about at some point in this conversation. Okay. Um, so with that being said, Thor, what are your general thoughts on Wild Young Hearts by the Noisettes? My initial reaction was like, I like this. Okay. Um, you know what the biggest the biggest thing I noticed, and I'm probably going to reference this a lot, is it reminded me immediately of another recommendation you gave me. Tracy Chapman. It, yeah, that's interesting. Not I not in tone or music at all. Okay. But it does this very similar thing, and I think a very smart thing, where the lead singer, uh, Shingwai, Shingai. Yep. Shingai. It's a Zimbabwean name. I. If we're mispronouncing it, we apologize. That's not our intent. Pretty sure it's. You know what? You know who? You know who knows? ChatGPT. ChatGPT knows. All right. So while you uh, Google the correct way to say her name, I'm going to gush about how incredibly she sings. And she does sing really well. Even though this is a three piece, I guess it's currently a two piece, but uh, it was a three piece initially. Um, It's really, she is really the star of the show. I would agree. And I think that this album does a similar thing that the. Tracy Chapman's debut album had uh, did it recognizes like oh her voice is the star of the show so it's really stripped back instrumentals mm-hmm. uh, there's really no frills to it it's a lot of very simple melodies a lot of really simple music uh, and I'm not saying that with any kind of negative connotation. Right. Um, but there's not a lot of guitar solos. There's not a lot of drum fills. Correct. There is, it is a very straightforward bass, um, which lets her vocals shine through. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. The bass, I think, is pretty prevalent in this. It's just nice, simple. Yeah. She also plays the bass. Oh, yeah. Which is great. fucking sick. Yeah. 
Yeah, love me some lead singers that play bass. Dude, Rush all day, man. Getty Lee? Yeah. Or Skillet? Oh, boy. Once again, I still don't know about Skillet. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was my... My first reaction was like, oh my God, she's just an incredible singer. She's got such a cool voice. Yeah. I think that I stumbled upon this band. I I, I really don't. There's a weird like blackout era of my life during college where I was finding music. I don't remember how I found a lot of the music that I did. Sure. Yeah. I I think that I, I got connected to some website where you had to get, you had to get like a, you had to get invited into the website. Okay. And it was only by word of mouth. Uh-huh. So, Sounds like you were being groomed, but go I, on. <laughs> <laughs> so so my roommate at the time um, sent me an invite because he got invited into it. And it was essentially a website where everybody was just going, hey, download this music. Hey, look at this was music. Was called Pitchfork? I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I know that in the early 2000s, there was a website called Pitchfork, and it was kind of like... Uh, it was that kind of vibe where it was like a music centric site mm-hmm. and it was a lot of rankings and people kind of saying like, oh, this is the music you should listen to. I don't know if that's an invite only site or anything. So it might yeah. be something similar. It might be different. I don't. Yeah. I don't so this this site was basically it wasn't it didn't have any news articles or anything like that on it. It was literally just it was kind of like Reddit where people would just say, hey, I found this music. It's pretty amazing. Here are the MP3 files. Okay, very cool. And then you could just go to the site and download it, download the MP3 files. Okay. So I would just start downloading stuff because people would be like, hey, this is kind of cool. And I found a lot of really interesting things. And I think that that's where I found this. I think. I also might have found it from the radio station that's uh, just members only, like a member radio station that's close by. 88.7 WXPN out of the University of Pennsylvania. Yep, that's it right there. I think maybe I heard one of their songs on this. I could see that. They definitely have that vibe. So, but in any way, I found the song Never Forget You. And I thought this was such a cool track. It was so different than a a lot of the things that I was listening to. And I just had to get the entire album. Dude, Never Forget You, hands down the best track on the album. Think so? It has... I, it's already been put into multiple playlists. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think Hans- I think a lot of this album, um, and we can get in, we can kind of talk more about individual songs and sure. stuff like that. Um, probably my biggest problem with the album is I, a lot of the songs almost feel like filler to me. Okay. Where they don't feel particularly well thought out. Uh, and maybe that's not fair, but maybe just kind of like simple. I don't know. They just don't, I don't feel a lot of soul or heart in them. Um, it almost feels like they had a couple really great songs mm-hmm. and then they were just trying to fill out the album. I can um, see that. But Never Forget You, dude, that's it's inc- that's the one that A, gives me the most Amy Winehouse vibes right away. Yeah. Because, I mean, that one is very clearly a tribute to old uh, doo-wop R&B stylings. Absolutely huh. incredible. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I just had a conversation with ChatGPT. Okay. So... Um, I said, Hey chat GPT, how you doing? It said, I'm a robot. And then I said, it said, uh, who's the lead singer of the noisettes gave me the name. And I said, how do you pronounce her name? And it said, it is pronounced Shingai Shoniwa. The Shingai is typically pronounced with the emphasis on the first syllable. 
and Shoniwa is pronounced with the emphasis on the second syllable. So, Shingai Shoniwa is is the name. Yeah. So there you go. ChatGPT found out. I did ask ChatGPT another question. Shingai makes me think of a guy with like really long shins. Like, <laughs> like he has like like you're an artist, so you'll get the purport. Yeah. Like his his uh his upper leg yeah is real short yeah is really short but he just has really long yeah. shins he's got just like really little quads and just yeah, super exactly. long shins super long shins shin guy <laughs> i love that i love that you uh, do you know mike oh shin guy shin guy yeah, yeah i know or shin guy <laughs> why is he called shin guy oh you just gotta meet him <laughs> wait till you see him in shorts you'll get it <laughs> That'd be the strangest thing ever, because that means his knees would always <laughs> yeah. be like up into the shorts. Yeah, he'd walk like a chicken. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'd look like one of those, um, one of those toy. It's not a toy, but the, you know the the bird that like tips and dips its beak and then raises up. Oh yeah, like you see it at uh, I don't know knickknack stores. Oh yeah, a wibbly wobbly. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's a shin guy. That is a shin guy. (laughs) He's all shins. He's all shins. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go over the, let's go over the tracks here. Um, Okay. All right. So yeah. What do you, what did you think of this as a whole? Um, I think that we have nine tracks on this album. It's not a very long one. 11. 11? Yeah. Oh, two available or two videos are hidden. I'm looking at the YouTube playlist. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's, let's look up the, uh, the actual one thing that this album does a lot that I like is that it's not afraid to kind of explore different styles. Although it is, it it is all very indie rock. Like it definitely the through line of this music is at their core they are an indie rock band hands down. Yeah, I would agree but with that. But a lot of their music does tend to kind of straddle a lot of other like genres. Yeah. Like I really like the two acoustic songs on here. It opens on one. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. And yep. then the other song Atticus, which yeah. is like I lyric. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't listen to it enough to really like pick up on all the lyrics, but it sounds like it's a reference to To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, so I really like Atticus. I think that song's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I also really liked sometimes, but then it also goes into like, like I said, I appreciate that they're not afraid to kind of go between genres. I like bands that do that, mm-hmm. but for me personally, a couple of a couple of them are misses. So, which ones would you say are misses for you? Which which one do you think? Take a guess. Which one I hate? <sighs> There's a song on here I hate. You hate? Yeah. Um, twenty four hours. No. Oh, okay. Don't upset the rhythm. What? It's like a straight club song. What? I don't. I don't okay, so. Like I said, I peeped their Wikipedia today. Okay. And so that was the first song off this album that really they found success with. Okay. Because it was used in a Mazda commercial. Oh, I could see that. And the song sounds like a song for a car commercial. Yeah. Which I, that's just not my vibe. I was like, (laughs) it's like a, it's like a banger club song. It's It's such a good song. It's yeah. So that's the third track. Dude, that's got such a cool beat. That makes me want to dance so much. Makes me want to bop my head so much. <laughs> Not while I'm the in kind the car. of dancing I want to do. 
Yeah, no, I genuinely, that's the only song where I was like, I actively just don't like this. Yeah, it makes me want to dance badly. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Don't Upset the Rhythm. Man, that's a shame. That's like one of my favorites on this album. I just feel like it's it's got so much energy. Ah, oh, man. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, so Sometimes You Enjoy It. How about Wild Young Hearts, the song itself? All right, pause real quick. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, I like Wild Young Hearts. Yeah. That, that's one I'm, I'm kind of medium on. Okay. Like, I, I wouldn't turn it off if it was on. Yeah. I definitely like it. I see where they're going with it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I would have used that as the title track for the album. No? No. Because once again, I think Never Forget You is hands down the standout song of the album. I would agree. And that would also be a great title uh, album title. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It'd be a, Yeah, that would be a really good title track. Um, okay. So sometimes is yes. Wild Young Hearts is a yes. Don't upset the rhythm. Hard no. How about 24 hours? 24 hours. I really like. Okay. Yeah. 24 hours is great. All right. Every now and then. Every now and then is one of those that I'm going to listen to it real quick just to verify this is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, that one's not the best. It's a little bit slow. That's one of those ones where I feel like there's nothing actively wrong with it. It just kind of feels... I don't know. It just doesn't feel fleshed out to me. Yeah. I feel like that song is the track that you play after you play a great track live. Like they could have uh, to bring the mood down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just to kind of like calm calm the crowd down a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Every now and then. Uh, so that's a that's a no. That's a medium. Yeah. Medium, yeah. Okay. Beat of my heart. Yeah, that's another one I could do without. Okay. Uh, that's kind of like a. That one's like super indie rock. Yeah. Like Sarah and Tegan. Is that their names? I don't know. The- uh, that is their names. They go by Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I like to do things differently. Yeah. Sarah and Tegan. Shake you know things what? Sarah, up. Sarah deserves her uh, spot in the sunlight once yeah. in a while. Man. I got you, Sarah. I'm here for you. Man, they, um, they had some great music too. Yeah. I, I think that song is trying to do what they did, but it's okay. not as good. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Which, and also if you kind of take into account the era when this was made, mm-hmm. that kind of is the heyday for sure that, for that. indie rock <laughs> type yeah. of music. So once again, I think it's a fine song. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't really stand out to me as something I like. Oh Yeah, I could see that. Uh, so we like Atticus. We like Never Forget You. Dude, Atticus is so wildly good. Yeah. Like, because what they're doing, that that whole song is, it's primarily an acoustic guitar track mm-hmm. and her singing over it. But what they're doing is, it's first, it's really great finger style, like, guitar playing. Yeah, I would agree. Just, just some great use of, like, thumb picking, too. Um, where, because typically when you're, Finger picking a guitar, the thumb is kind of driving the bass. Yeah. And it's kind of like driving the song. And it's done really well in that. And then meanwhile, the actual like melody he's playing on the guitar, she is vocally matching. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of singing with it. Yeah. And it creates almost like it's actually a pretty stripped down song, but it has this really full, vibrant sound. And it really shows off her vocals. Okay. Yeah. See, that's cool hearing your thoughts on it because that song to me doesn't jump out to me at all. Okay. Yeah. Don't know why it like, it seems like a, a fine song, but, uh, it's definitely not one. I would, I wouldn't put it in the top half of the album. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and that's probably me too. Just cause that's more my, I love singer songwriters. I love, I love a person just singing with an acoustic guitar. Sure. 
Um, Never Forget You. It's fantastic. Yeah. So Complicated. Why you have to go and make things so complicated, that one? It's that one right there. (laughs) Yeah. Let's listen. (laughs) Oh, my God. Love So Complicated. Yeah. Yeah, that song's pretty awesome. That song slaps. It's a bop. That that one has this vibe almost like um what was the girl she was a she was a pop artist but one of those like a a really talented artist that broke through in the pop here she did uh uh X's and O's Oh that is Ellie King. Yeah. Or L King. Yeah. yeah. Gives me those kinds of vibes. Okay. Have you heard her music? L King's uh, album? only what's on the radio and stuff oh, like that. Um, but she's one like anytime I have heard her, I'm like, okay, it's pop music. Yeah. I don't love it, but it's definitely it's elevated. It's good. You can feel like there's like heart and emotion in it. Yeah, she. Um, so wild information about her. Are you ready for this? Okay. She is Rob Schneider's daughter. Really? Yep. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> when I found that out, I'm like, what? What? But yeah, Rob Schneider's daughter. That's L- that's L King. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, so there's only two more tracks. There's Saturday Night and Cheap Kicks. All right, let's I'm going to listen to Saturday Night. I'm medium on that. It's okay. Medium? Okay. That'd be fine to be in the background. Yeah. That um, one sounds more like a um, like a club song with yeah, Don't for Upset sure. the Rhythm. Definitely. Yeah. And uh lastly, Cheap Kicks. What do you think? Uh, that one's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's another one, like, so we had paused and listened to, uh, listened to a little bit of it, mm-hmm. and you know what struck me as I was, because I was kind of, like, just scrubbing through to different parts of the song? Okay. It's just how wildly different all the different parts of that song sounded. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go back and give that one a listen give to. Give another listen? Because, honestly, I don't know how many times, because... Once, God, we've bitched about you before, Spotify. We're going to bitch about you again. You're the worst. Dude, why is it that I can listen to an album front to back on my laptop? Yeah. But in order to do it on my computer, in order to do it on my phone, mm-hmm. first of all, I can't just listen to the album. I have to make a playlist of the album, and yeah. then I have to add a couple songs from other artists just so that it will actually play the playlist. <laughs> Because it know if you just make a, a playlist of an album, it'll just play. It's like Pandora basically for that artist. Yeah. It knows what you're trying to do, so you got to throw some other artists on there to trick it to fucking trick it. And oh, but and still, regardless, you can't do it without. You have to play it in shuffle. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is, I don't know how many times I've heard that song. Yeah, D- certainly at least once. It's not one of the ones that I remember. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, you got to download an ad block browser on your phone and just start listening on YouTube. That's the way to go. No, I don't like YouTube because I can't close my phone. YouTube won't keep playing. <sighs> I, I don't understand why that's a big deal. Because I need to close my phone and put it in my pocket because I'm walking around all day. You could close your, You could put your phone in your pocket. No, because then, yeah. then it'll get bumped, and then it'll skip around. It and won't get bumped or skip. Okay, here's what you do. You put the music on. What I need to do is just sign up for Spotify Premium. I use it all day. I use it like six hours a day, five days a week. It's like, so it, expensive, it'd be a, though. I don't know how much it is. but It's it, way too expensive. I'm going to look it up. I'm asking ChatGPT. <laughs> ChatGPT is everything to me right now. 
It's okay. So it's nine bucks a month, or you can get two like a duo account for twelve dollars or thirteen dollars a month. Doesn't that seem high to yeah. like be able to listen to music? Yes. Yeah, it does. It's just ridiculous. Honestly, once you said it out loud, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to. It's so much. I'm just going to keep bitching about Spotify and using it for free. As you should. As you should. You could do it. I could afford $9 (laughs) a month, but it's just the principle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, they do evidently have a family plan that allows up to six accounts, and that costs $14.99 a month. Oh, okay. We could split that. We could each pay 7 bucks a month. That's true. Yeah, we could do that. That's <laughs> not too you, bad. you, me, and our wives could all have on a, Spotify. You know what? Ooh, you know what? If it's six accounts, too, maybe we get another couple to jump into it. Yeah. Maybe That's we, not bad. Maybe we think about that. Yeah, maybe this isn't something we talk about on the podcast, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Spotify. But until then, fuck you, Spotify. Yeah, you're the worst, why Spotify. Can, why is it different on... I get like premium gets benefits. I get it. But why can I have the benefits when I use a laptop and I can't when I, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's so dumb. In any case, the noise that's. Yeah. Good album. Pretty good. I liked I it. I think it's a pretty solid album. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how do you, how do you feel about, here's like probably my main, the thing that kind of like bugged me about it. Okay. Listening to, I don't know if it bugged me, just. I don't really like her lyrics. I oh, feel yeah? like she's not a great songwriter. Is she the one writing the songs? I I don't know. Okay. And I think, and it, honestly, that's probably like a personal preference. But a lot of the song, I don't know. It feels almost. Once again, this is from two thousand nine. Uh, I imagine they were fairly young at this point, maybe early twenties, late twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just feel like a lot of the songs. They they just feel simple a lot of times. So be like, I, I was feeling re- like I this is an example. Like I don't actually, it's not an actual example, but just yeah. kind of like illustrating a point. It's like I was so high, I was in the sky, <laughs> right. like like those types of things where it's just like these really on the nose, very simple rhymes. Do you think? Um, and kind of like the structure of the songs, like just lyrics. Anyway, they yeah. just. Well, do you, that that's a big part for me is I really like uh, lyricists with something interesting to say. I would agree with that. That's 100%. a big part of things that I really like are are people who just have a really unique voice in their lyrics. Do you think that that comes down to how people start making the music? Because I like there are. There are definitely some bands that are more music driven, and then there are other bands that have more of a message that they want to say behind it, right? Sure. So, so do you think? And it doesn't even have to be a message. Sometimes it's just a story or just conveying a point, right? right? But I guess what I'm thinking is maybe the lyrics don't matter so much to them as a band because what they're really focusing on is their style of music. Yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I'm saying is like, that's how it feels. Gotcha. And okay. for me, it makes them like, they could never be top tier okay. because I don't love their lyrics. And for sure. me, like I imagine with some people, that's probably not a prerequisite to love a band. But for me, it tends to be like a big part. Yeah, I think for me to really get into a band, I, I've got to be okay with their lyrics as well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, to me, this it's not very deep um, as far as the content that they're singing about. And 
this isn't one of my favorite bands of all time, so maybe that's a reflection of that. But I do really like the style of music that this has. And when I when I feel like just having an easy listen, like on the way to work or in the car with Ashley, this is often something that gets put in. Oh, for sure. No, I think the I think they're great. Honestly, yeah. I think they're a really cool, fun little band. Okay. Um, I love that it's just two people or three people. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as once again, the Wikipedia page is pretty small. So I'm curious as to how much, uh, of, cause they do a lot of instrumentation too. They have strings parts, they have keyboards, yeah. synths, uh, like I'm curious as to, uh, how much they're actually doing and how much of that is outsourced to other musicians. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know with that um but I, I i dig it i think they're a real fun band although so i always have to do this uh when we talk music okay one of the things i like to do with music is kind of categorize it into like what is this music appropriate for you know like some music is really well suited to being in the gym or driving okay or we, just chilling we've had this conversation before yeah with other music that yeah, we've for talked sh- for about? sure okay all right um, I'm trying to think uh, off the top of my head, like uh, uh, the country, the country, like Southern rock band. Oh, Steel Woods. Steel Woods. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's a perfect working music. Like that one was one where I could shut my brain off and work. Gotcha. I thought it was really okay. good. Okay. So the, like this album, mm-hmm. perfect for making love. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. How's uh, totally unrelated? How's Kendra feel about the album? <laughs> you know, she didn't mention the album, but <laughs> but she didn't complain either. Okay. So she wasn't uh, like, "Man, this yeah, music I'm just, sucks." I'm just saying this is a theory that has been tested. Okay. Yeah. You want to smell my fingers? Kidding. Nah. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that shit when you were a teenager, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But in any case, uh I I do stand by my statement. This is a uh this is a great album. Yeah. For making love to. Yeah. It, I can it see has that. it has like romantic it, like it feels kind of romantic. Sure. It feels kind of sweet. And like overall the album itself does have this really sweet I'm going to tr- just fully transition from <laughs> <laughs> Back into like serious conversation. Yeah. So it actually has a really serious uh, or a really uh, sweet and loving sound to a lot of the songs. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it's, it's very uh, sophisticated <laughs> and mature. <laughs> yeah. Well, good, man. I'm glad that you enjoyed this album. Uh, I listened to their first album. I personally didn't like it as much as this one. Okay. I think that they were still kind of trying to find themselves. The first album came out in 2007. This album that we are discussing came out in 2009. And then they have a third album called Contact that came out in 2012. Okay, you said you wanted to talk about this. I did want to talk about this. Yeah. Um, Mainly because I didn't know that this album existed until I started trying to do research for this show. Okay. So... I, for a while, had thought, man, it really sucks that the Noisettes just ended on this album because I knew that this was back in 2009 and it's 2023. I hadn't heard from them. You just kind of figure that they're done. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
but I found out that this album came, I mean, it's still, their latest album evidently was 2012, and they don't have a fourth album, so maybe they are done. Yeah, well, and I saw that Shingai has um, kind of, has a solo career now as well. Well, yeah, that would make sense. So, here's the thing. I tried to find this album, and I could not find it online anywhere. Interesting. I couldn't find it on Spotify. I couldn't find it on Amazon Music. Couldn't find it on Apple Music. I couldn't find it anywhere on YouTube. I could not find it anywhere to listen to it. The most that I found were three tracks out of the entire album on YouTube. But I cannot find the rest of the music. Interesting. Yeah. I think that I can buy the CD from Amazon, but... When you go to buy the CD from oh, Amazon? Oh, I thought you were going to say, but how am I supposed to play a CD? Well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have an older car, so my car still has a CD player. Okay, right on. So I, I could do that, and then I could borrow a disk drive from the IT department at work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I it's an album that I'm very interested in listening to, because I want to hear more of their music. I yeah. thought that they were done. Now I want... To have more noisettes, but I can't find it anywhere, and I might be able to buy it off Amazon, but the only spot that I could find it on Amazon for sale didn't have any picture with it. When does Amazon not have a picture yeah, with the graphic? That's, that's sketchy. You're just going to get some burned disc. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't buy it, but if I found it on Amazon with the picture of the album cover, none of them were available. Okay. Yeah, it just was unavailable to to purchase. I see here, like, I'm just checking out their Wikipedia from Contact. It says, in 2016, the their cover, I don't know, I'm assuming it was on that album. Perhaps it wasn't. But that they covered uh, the 1970s hit Express Yourself, and it was used in season three of The Flash. Oh, that gem of a show. Stupid show. Dude, what? It was a dumb show. Dude. Are you kidding me? The WB Flash show? Is that what we're talking about yes, right now? Yes, the WB Flash show is awesome. No, it's not. It's it's not. I did no, not watch not. all of it, but the first couple seasons were great. No, they were not. They were not good. Why? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why. It, it's a very simple fact. The movie or the show starts out by Barry Allen going, I'm Barry Allen, and I'm the fastest man alive, except... You know who isn't the fastest man alive? Barry Allen. Because every single season, there's a new villain who is faster than the Flash. <laughs> they did. Okay, yeah, actually, I do remember and, that. And he always has to figure out how to run faster. You know, it has been a while since I see that. I forgot that it really is every time the bad guy is just a guy who runs faster. Yeah. He's just faster than the Flash. So the whole premise is stupid to me. Uh, that's fair, but I love the cast on that show. Okay. I think, I don't love those CW shows and the way they're like dramatized and it's not awesome, but I really enjoy the cast, especially the guy who plays a uh, reverse flash and then goes on to be Harry. He, he is a good, he's a good actor. Dude, he's the best part of that show. I can and see I that. love that every season he plays like a different version of himself okay which is really fun because so every season it's him but he's playing like a fully different character essentially so some seasons is he good and then other seasons is he evil yeah that's kind of cool that's kind of cool um so i think he's really good and also i love that guy as the flash 
Oh, um, what's the guy his nuts? who plays Barry Allen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pull him. Way up better now. than fucking Ezra Miller's weird non-binary fucking. Did you see? Did you see Flashpoint? Like the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what'd you think of that? It was fine. Flash. I thought it was, actually that's not true. I thought it was fun. I did enjoy it. Superheroes, it's just tough. And the Flash of all the superheroes, Flash has always been my guy. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I don't know. I just think running fast is cool. Sure. I do, I don't know why. I've just always thought that's like the coolest superpower. Like if I could have a superpower, that's what you'd pick. Run fast. Oh man, that's run fast. I gotta say, I don't think that's a good pick, Thor. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying it. Is. I'm not saying it is, but <laughs> just for whatever reason, that's always been the superhero. I'm like, that's the coolest power. <laughs> you know what my my power is? I can exercise better than you. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, no. it and it's like I I don't run. I'm not like a good runner or anything. So it's not like oh man, if I could. It's just for whatever reason, I just always like to flash. Yeah, Grant Gustin is the guy who plays Barry Allen. Uh, and Tom Cavanaugh is the guy who plays Harry Wells, the reverse flash. So yeah, those are those I would agree. I would agree. Something that I don't care for about the show though, is that it, it has the issue of there are all of these scientists and weird doctors who all happen to be 20 years old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Like just, just, just leaving the nest. And they're just crazy, uh, crazy, yeah, just in the top of their field where it's like, realistically, it'd be a dude in his like, it'd be a, a Russian guy in his seventies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who would be no fun at all <laughs> yeah. to deal with? Whose wife and child died and is just a bitter, <laughs> he's bitter and drunk and has dedicated his life to fucking particle physics or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's dedicated his life to science. Because his wife, yeah, left him. But no, instead it's some beautiful 21-year-old. Yeah, right, sure. Like, that's how the world works. Yeah, this is why This is why the latest generation has issues. It is funny, though, that your issue isn't with the guy who can run so fast that he can go to different dimensions. You're like, the scientists are too young. <laughs> it's unrealistic. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't believe it. Uh, yeah, anyway. That's that's my beef with I don't even know how we got here, Thor. But um, one of the, the noisettes, one of their songs was used in the Flash. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. And then you made the crazy. You had the crazy take that that show sucks. Yeah. Well, I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by it. Um. Yeah. So lo- even looking at uh at Spotify, they've got their 2009 album, Wild Young Hearts, and uh, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? And then they just have other singles. So they've got. One from 2013, one from 2016. Not the album, though. Interesting. Maybe there's some kind of like legal there's issue gotta be. or something. There's got to be. I even looked. I even asked. It doesn't say anything in Wikipedia about it. Right. Yeah. And I even asked ChatGPT. All right. While we were talking. Um, so I said, where can I stream the latest album? Contact. And ChatGPT says, as of my knowledge update in January 2022, the Noisettes had not released an album titled Contact. It is possible that they may have released new music after that date, but I do not have access to information beyond that point. Um, and then I told it that the album came out in 2012. That's all I said. I said the album came out in 2012. It immediately responds, 
I apologize for the incorrect information. Contact by the Noisettes was released in 2012. You can stream it on various platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. It's lying to me. It's just lying to me. Yeah, I can't find anything either about why you can't. Because you can find the track listing. Yep. Yep, but I cannot find anywhere to stream it, which is so weird to me. Interesting. Yeah, and I can't find any website that says this is why you can't stream it. I've got no information. It's very frustrating. Hmm. So to anybody who's listening, if you can find the album to stream, I need that info. I would love to be able to listen to the entire album. Um, I actually stopped myself from listening to the three albums or three songs that I was able to find because I don't want to get my hopes up and then not be able to find the rest of them. I don't want to be tempted. I don't, I don't want to be seduced without any payoff listening to the rest of the album. Okay, I found it on this website called last.fm. I don't know if it'll actually allow you to stream it. Last.fm? Yeah. And it seems like some of them it doesn't even have the option to play, so I don't I don't I don't know. It has to be something legal-wise though. Yeah. Well, if anybody if anybody has it let me know. Because the Wikipedia thing said it charted at like number 30 on the UK charts. So yeah. That, it wasn't, even though it wasn't as successful as uh, the album we listened to, it yeah. certainly. Yeah, it wasn't it, a stinker. It's not like it just was uh, fully lost in the shuffle. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I do not know, man. It It's very frustrating to me. So anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at with the noisettes. Thor, it sounds like. You cared for them? Do you have any any parting thoughts before we change subjects? Um, no, this is a great album overall. Uh, one song I actively didn't like, but I think, honestly, Micah, you seem to really enjoy that song, the pump I, up the rhythm or whatever it is. Pump, pump it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think it's probably just a little bit of a taste difference there. Sure. Um, some of this, like I said, some of it feels a little bit like filler, but the songs where it's really dialed in and they're doing their thing, I think are absolutely worth a listen. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing something. I think they're a really unique band. They have this really unique blending of kind of old R&B and doo-wop as well as indie rock, and it's really well done. Sure. Um, I think the guitar player, uh, like all the musician, uh, the musicality of the album, like I said, it's very kind of simple and I would say a little bit, a little bit laid back to let her vocals really, uh, take the center stage, which is smart. Um, but if you actually really dig into some of, uh, some of the guitar work and stuff, I think it's really actually really good. You can tell he is a really talented guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's just very understated, which is also, which I think is a talent in and of itself. Being yeah, able to say like I, I don't need to be the center of attention right now, um, but then when he picks his spots, like it's it's really well done. Yeah. Um. So I think overall it's a really well balanced album. Um. Is it my favorite of all time? No. Um. But certainly a couple of the songs on this album are going into playlists to awesome. be listened to again. Awesome. Well, good. I'm glad you liked it, dude. Glad you liked it. Um, so, yeah, if you guys haven't listened to Wild Young Hearts by the Noisettes, go give it a listen. Um, Start with Never Forget You. Yeah. Hands um, down the best song on the album. Yeah. Unless your vibe is like Slayer 
and Cannibal Corpse, then maybe this isn't for you. No, definitely go listen to this because you're because here's the thing is like you're listening to angry, heavy music all the time. That's true. Listen to the noise that's chill out. Give you yeah. chill out once in a while. Enjoy the nicer, softer side of life. Yeah, it does exist. Music doesn't always have to be angry and fast and loud. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so uh, what do you guys think? If you're a fan of the Noisettes and you know where to find their album, I want to know. Let me know. Send me a message. Send Thor a message so that he can listen to it and then recommend the album to me for another episode. All right. Especially if you guys live in London and you have the inside scoop, we have people living in London who are listening to this podcast. I want you to get a hold of us and contact us at getwreckedpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D pod at gmail.com nice he did it yeah, yeah he did it. every time that i try to do it my brain just shuts down <laughs> well you took your time. time you took your time and it came out yeah very good yeah we're also on instagram and there's a fledgling facebook page so but we're out there anyway <laughs> find us get a hold of us and um yeah so with that being said next week thor uh it, it actually is your turn to recommend something Last week, I was off in a different world because of Hereditary. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. last week you were like, what are you recommending? Yeah. I'm like, Hereditary <laughs> was my recommendation. I thought that it was... There have been times where we have guests on yeah. and we pause our recommendations to each other. Uh-huh, yeah, and no. that's I, what I thought no, we were I, doing. No, I fully got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a couple weeks ago, I think it was during the Akira episode. Okay. We were talking about a movie, Heavy Metal. Yes. Which, an animated film from the 1980s, Mm -hmm. which I know you said you had seen, you kind of vaguely remember. I think that I remember like screenshots type of thing. I I don't really remember anything about it, though. And it's one of those like, Heavy Metal is a movie I've always really liked. I wouldn't say that I love it or it's one of my favorites, but it's kind of like, this really early adult animation. It's very, you know, there's a lot of violence and nudity. Okay. And it's, uh, it's kind of like, I, I'm pretty sure it's kind of like a cult following with it. I, I do think that it has a cult classic kind of vibe to it. There are uh, a lot of people. Well, a lot of people did like it. I haven't heard anybody talk about heavy metal in forever. Yeah. So after our discussion, I was thinking like, you know what? That'd actually be a pretty good one. I'd like to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I rewatch it probably every I think I made my wife watch it a couple years ago. Okay. Um, I'll throw it on every... It's one of those, like, every once in a while. Okay. I'm just like, ah, that was fun. I'd like to watch that again. Okay. Um, so let's do that. It's, right. it's about time for me to watch it again, so why don't you watch it with me? Okay. And see if I'm just jaded by nostalgia. Okay. Or <laughs> if it's actually something cool. Cool. And also it's animated, so I think you'll have a lot of... Uh, opinions and thoughts on yeah that. i mean i love animation so much so yeah i mean that sounds like fun so all right folks well there you have it next week we're getting into the animated movie from the 1980s mm-hmm. heavy metal uh is that streaming anywhere do you know of thor um i looked and the only 
like you can rent it oh, okay. uh, from like Prime for like three bucks or something oh, like sure. that. Sure, there you go. Rent it from Prime for three bucks if you're but, interested. But it's not like streaming for free anywhere. Mm. That that I saw anyway. Yeah, that's weird because you could probably buy the rights to that. Well, rent the rights, the streaming rights for, I would imagine, pretty cheap. But if it's, it's probably not a high demand, yeah, would be my assumption. Yeah. So okay, well, next week, folks, we're getting into heavy metal. Um, be there or be square. That's what they say on the streets. So, <laughs> as is it? That, that's what I've been told by people on the streets. Were they eighty years old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Shin guy. Shin guy <laughs> Shin told guy. me. Yeah, she she definitely seems like the type of person who says be there or be square. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the man with shins for legs, but yeah, him too. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, folks. As always. Ah, you get wrecked out there. Stay wrecked. You don't like Go Baby, Go Baby, Go? Go Baby, Go Baby, Go.